Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN. We saw some things yesterday. What a Sunday it was. I mean, it was full. I had to really use my my thumb, John. I was in action because I was having to switch, switch, switch over. You had Tigers UAB. You had conference championship games in the NFL. You had Grizzlies going on. And in the end, you know, the one thing I thought I could depend on was Penny Hardaway after a week's practice in this Memphis team giving good effort down at UAB. Y'all know the story by now. Folks gave up 97. Y'all got to stop texting now, y'all. I'm on. We're on live now. We got to talk about it live. Everybody's mad. It's toxic out here. Thing is, Tigers only scored 88. You lose to UAB. It's three straight losses. John's going to break it down for us. Because let me tell you something today. I'm going to be, John, I'm going to be too much joy around here. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if you're a Chiefs fan, you're talking about Patrick Mahomes, right? Maybe if you're a 49ers fan, but not today when it comes to talking about Memphis basketball. It is right now. It's at work. It feels like we're lost. What are we looking at? Uh, I know what I was looking at. Lost on the road. Y'all know I can't talk too long without John being ready to take over. Lost on the road. I hope you don't think this is funny. Gorilla Zo. You just trying to bring some levity in? Is that what we need today? Maybe it is. I don't know what y'all don't want to overreact. Y'all need some defense. Y'all need some defense is what y'all need. 97 to UAB. Yeah, I mean, I look, anytime I come out here, I get accused of overreacting. So, I mean, I cause cause but I said that going in, I said that last week. I said People confuse reacting with overreacting. You react at all, therefore, and and look, I said it after the South Florida loss. Everybody else can catch up. There's room, right? If you thought if you if you felt like there should be confidence about that team and this team after they lose to South Florida home by blowing a 20 point second half lead, there's room. Come on, come on. This should not be all that surprising given the 
metrics and everything we're talking about. Now, I will say, they're still, they've still been favorites in these games, and that's sort of the part that's disturbing. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a bad place right now for painful. the Tigers. It's painful. Um, and they gotta, they gotta, they gotta claw their way out of it. Mm. And I don't, I don't know. Some of the, some of the things you're hearing and reading are uh, just in, in, incredibly disturbing in terms of just their ability and your confidence that they will do that. Uh, so we'll get into that uh, today on the show. Respect Burgers, one o'clock. Uh, Jason Fitz is going to join us at one twenty-five. The Super Bowl is set. Chiefs, 49ers, for it all in Las Vegas. A rematch of that 2020 Super Bowl. Uh, where three months after, of course, the world went to ish. Yeah. It's a pretty big year. I don't know if you're up on, uh, you know, the 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 stakes of 2024. I hope it doesn't follow suit, man. I guess you got to add uh, Taylor Swift and Kelsey <laughs> to that, too. Yeah. Talking about the stakes this year. Yeah, the stakes have never Looks been higher. Like, and that means we got to get more of them. What a sweet moment, them, wasn't them, that? What was a sweet them kiss? Them advancing means we'll see. have to see more of that. Was that a sweet kiss? Yeah. Okay. Not a Taylor Swift household is the Smith household. No, clearly not. We've uh, had enough. You were you were team Travis is his ex, huh? I and I still am. <laughs> and we're bitter. We're bitter. Yeah, because it's just. I mean, it's just all. I mean, look what's happened, bro. Travis Kelsey's and on every he's commercial. He's on every commercial. He wasn't doing any of this before before Taylor showed up, right? He just wasn't. It's a fact. She 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 enhanced this dude's well, career. Yeah. I mean, he went up in jersey sales. Yeah, he went like, from she, we weren't doing that. No form. commercials to now he's my auto. Now they're gonna get married and go to the and go to the bowl. Right. He has he got he obviously he got the Pfizer. He's got the Equifax. He's got all these different spots now that he's doing. It's like watching Cincy and UCF and them go to the Big Twelve. It is, you know, mm-hmm. and you're left back with the yeah scrubs. Yeah. So anyway, uh, mm. that is uh, that is all. We'll get we'll get into all that today on the deep show. breath. Yeah, take a deep breath. Gonna need it. You're right. Look, this ain't gonna be fun. This ain't gonna be joyful. There's no doubt about that. Um, there's nothing about this Memphis basketball season right now that uh, that that feels right. What surprised you most about this 97-98 loss? Because it sounds like you know you did you you've you've let us know the foundations there. You've been worried. Since South Florida, yeah, but but you also it, we both expected better effort than this, especially when you're coming off a week where the focus has been tightening the reins and defense, yeah. defense, defense. So what? What was I, I mean? The I think I think I, I think it's th- that it was 97 points allowed. I mean, this is not a UAB team right. that is just potent offensively, and, and clearly this defense is broken. Yeah, I mean, we, this is this isn't you know, hey, you found ways to win, right? It's been broken since the second half of the Tulsa game. Exactly. I mean, it, it truly has. I mean, this and, UAB team is 91 in adjusted offensive efficiency. They, they were 99th before the game, and they were averaging 76 points a game. You gave up 97. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's their season high. And, John, they did it with eight. They, they played eight guys. Yeah. It's their season high. And and I just I think that's sort of where I come down is that, you know, you promised me an Andy Reid bye week special. That we're gonna have this full week, that we're gonna lock in. I mean, Penny promised that. I was gonna say, don't say me. I said no well, pregame no, you speeches did last you, you week. Did I said, no, just go get it. Penny said, "This is not Memphis basketball, and we're about to show Memphis basketball moving forward." He played the card. I mean, essentially, he played the card, and that's what's the most surprising to me. He he's, is that you get that response. He's pulled out playing all the socks. sort of the same card you've played the last couple of years, which led to turnarounds. Yep, and maybe this one still does. 
But after, again, what seemed like a, an ideal spot to get yeah. to hit the reset button, you come out like that, give up 97, you're turning the ball over left and right, yeah. 22 turnovers like you don't care. Look, I mean, I was we were saying going into this game, I, I said I hated this game where it came and fell on the Memphis schedule because I've watched UAB. I watched them beat Drake in overtime at their place in December. I, I knew that this UAB team was going to give Memphis a hard time. I told you that there's no chance, even though the analytics said that it would be a six-point win for Memphis, I said there was no chance that Memphis opened as a six-point favorite. They opened as a five-point favorite, and that got immediately bet down to four. Um, look, I, I, I would love, I would really love, and it's, it's, it's almost unfathomable to believe that we're talking about this team like this when uh, two weeks ago they were in the top ten. I mean, that is how quickly this thing has completely collapsed. Um, like, I understand people people who say right now, oh, well, Memphis is an 8-9 seed. They're an 8-9 seed today, but they've only played 20 games. The tournament doesn't start today. You have to find a way to salvage the next 11 games. You have to find a way because right now your pace, your pace is not a tournament pace. That's just the facts of the matter. And that's why... Today, and I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it right now, your best friend, Bart Torvik, a guy you grew up with, a guy whose work you respect unlike any other. I don't subscribe to that, man. 25.2% chance of getting an at-large bid for the University of Memphis today. That's what you're talking about. A 75% favorite to miss the whole damn thing. And look, it's it's pointless for us to do this discussion today because it hasn't happened yet. This is all predictive, and predictions can and have been wrong. So it's not the day to have the ultimate conversation, right? And if I hope we don't have to have that about this season, about not making the NCAA tournament. We're not going to have it today because it makes it's, it's it's senseless, right? It just doesn't make it doesn't make any sense to do that. But what you can say is, and what you can ask, I think, is, do you believe? that this Memphis basketball team, given what it is doing, is this just, man, a, a brutal stretch in the schedule? You unfortunately lose the one to South Florida, then you drop two road games, which in and of itself is not that crazy in college basketball, right? Is that what this is? Or is there is there a real fracture? Is there a deeper structural issue with this team that has 10 new guys on it that is not going to be able to pull itself together and is not going to be able to pull off what it needs to pull off to make the tournament? That, to me is why we are where we are, which is, Jason, we have officially reached it. This Memphis basketball team is at a crossroads. Seems like it's been there for two weeks. Well, we can say officially now it's at a crossroads because you lost the UAB game, and now it's three in a row, which ties the longest losing streak of Penny's career, right? So, I mean, I think you have Rice next, so it's very unlikely uh, at the house that you lose a fourth straight game. But... Look, I, I mean, they. I, I'll tell you this. Not talking to the media yesterday by those players. Now, Malcolm Dandridge eventually did call. Yeah, I was going to say Malcolm ended up doing it. Yeah, right? but nobody else felt the need. Well, I don't think it's just I – don't, I don't know if that's a deal where the SID says, hey, we want players out, and they refuse, John, or if that's a deal where Memphis doesn't make players available at the time. Well, we can find out pretty get, easily. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. You can't just – you know, start that with the players decided not to come out. Usually, that's a that's a handpicked thing by the by pinning the SID, and eventually Malcolm comes out. 
Well, he could I, I know talk. he made them. I know he but comes out and talks. I realize yeah. he, he it was telephone conversations apparently. Yeah. But my point is that's you know that that could be as much as you know Memphis as it is no, as it is as opposed to players so saying Par- we Parth refused said to come no out. No Tiger. Par- he was Parth was told no Tiger players were willing to speak with reporters. Well, that's not a good look. Right. So. But I mean, I mean, you ask Malcolm them to come did. out and they say no. I mean, you know. well, I mean, they, I, I mean, I assume again that's on all of Memphis there. But again, Malcolm comes out, so we can we can go to that part. Okay, you didn't talk immediately. Malcolm eventually talks and calls him. Yeah, I just yeah, I, mean, I just think that's kind of nuts. Um, and it to me sort of it underlines a leadership issue in that locker room, and that's that's the concern when you don't have that veteran presence. Now again, Ma- dude, like the way Malcolm is playing right now. Like, tip of the cap, because it feels like, to me, he's the only one sometimes that gives a damn. The, the key word sometimes, he had three rebounds and zero defensive rebounds in 29 minutes. Yeah. So as much as they need dogs, and he has played well, I agree with you, the last two games, they need more from him on the on the glass as well. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, it's it's not just a deal where it's Malcolm's doing it and, and no one else. They need it from everyone, and they need it for 40 minutes from everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there was a quote from Dandridge. They're getting killed on the glass yesterday. There was a quote specifically that I want to highlight from Dandridge that really actually gives me great pause about the rest of this Memphis basketball season. He said, "This was from Parth. First thing we need to do. First thing we need to do definitely. That's a good question. That's exactly what I'm trying to figure out now. Where do we go from here? So they don't even know. They don't even know where to start." In that locker room, um, and I, I again, we're here in Memphis. So is it is is it like this uh, elsewhere? I, I don't know, but whether it's because of you know the new age of college athletics with NIL and uh, transfers and in and out, and I got to get mine and I got to get mine, and it just doesn't feel like it's a good environment in there right now. And ultimately, yes, it is up to Penny to foster that. But it's also up to the people that play the games in that locker room as well. Um, and I just, I just feel like right now, I. That's why what we said at the beginning of the year, we we really felt like Memphis needed DeAndre Williams because he was, and, and it was alongside anyway. But just somebody like that, and it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist on this group. I think there, you know, there are a lot, probably a lot of questioning each other going on in that locker room. Penny said there's nothing but blank faces when he walked back there. He said there was nobody saying. Hey, coach, I got you. Like, who's going to step up? Who is that person going to be? I mean, I, I just it, – it, it feels like they don't like the way that the offense only – you know, at times runs through David Jones. You could sort of start to get that sense. So, I don't know. Look, they can win the next eight, and all this is moot. Exactly. But I wouldn't bet on that. That's not where my head at is at. I mean, you know, they have to go at North Texas. They have to go at SMU. They have to play FAU twice. You know, I feel like those are games right now I would project as losses. So, you know, they got to pull themselves out. And I think the problem is how? You just had the week of practice. Defense didn't get better. So what's going to change? Yeah, that's where I'm at because it is what it is, and you have who you have. And these guys aren't going to start uh, all of a sudden wanting to play for Memphis. And, oh, tell us what Memphis basketball is about. I'll play harder. Let me watch Alex Lomax the last few years. That doesn't happen because of how this thing's put together. And so so it goes to the question to your point about, okay, how do you fix it with what I have? Yep. Right? And and the most disturbing thing, John, I'll go back to something you said, is that this was supposed to be a reset of the defense and you had a week to do it. What is clear right now is you can't play what you're playing. 
it, it's evident. Again, you go back to the second half of the Tulsa game, and you've given up. I, I had the stat. What is it? A 40-plus and eight of the 13 halves you've played. It's broken. And so, frankly, what we've got to figure out is if Penny Hardaway at this juncture with the week behind, I mean, that ideal week is gone. You're, you got to do it on the fly now. Can you junk what you're doing defensively? Throw it. There's no Caleb Mills coming back. Jalen Young's not, you know, it's, it's not going to come out all of a sudden and become Caleb Mills, and you've got the fix there. You got to junk what you do and go a completely different direction, John. You know what? Alabama did that this season, you know, football. With with how how junked up things were with Jalen Milrow and everything else, they pushed the reset button. Now they had to decide some things, end up going back to them. My point is, you are there where you've got to ditch the plan because this is not working defensively. We don't recognize it, and frankly, what Penny has done the last five years with the, you can't do this with this personnel. Back to the reason you don't have the scrappers, you don't have the dogs, as Malcolm put it. He's right. You don't have enough of them right now, and losing Caleb makes it extra hard. Okay, that's what you got. That's what you're made of. He's gone. What I can't let go of, though, John, is this team was just number 10 two, three weeks ago. Yeah. They were playing well, especially offensively. It's still in that gym. You got to pull it back out of them. But defensively, again, I think is where the biggest adjustments got to go. Because remember, so much of Memphis' offense, y'all, when they're rolling, they get rolling off the turnovers and everything else. You're not doing any of that anymore. Mm -hmm. And you're getting absolutely hammered on the boards. And so you look at your personnel. You look at what's in here. Yeah, a bunch of guys that don't know Memphis basketball, but you got to try to figure it out on the fly. And, John, what you got to do is, again, do you go big? You got a bunch of bigs. Do you change things up? Uh, Brad, do, do we work on zone now in a way that we haven't before? Because that's the best things for We've got to completely shake it up. The problem is that should have been last week. Right. That was it. That should have been last week. And I understand still ha- Penny still having the confidence, right? If I can just tighten the reins and get him back to that mental mindset, of, we can do what I want to do defensively. Well, yesterday proved you can't to me. And so you've got to figure something else out defensively. Again, a, a zone approach, whatever it is, you've got to shake things up. Yeah. Because, John, it's still in there. This team that was number 10, this team that can find ways to win, certainly play better offensively, that's still in that gym. You've got to find a way to pull it back out and shake them up. Because, again, you can't go back to just quotes about old Memphis basketball and everything because that's the times Penny Hardaway brought in, what, t- 12 new guys, mm-hmm. and it's where you are. You're not going to be able to get them to all of a sudden flip a switch and they want to play harder because you say it's not Memphis basketball, what we're doing right now. Those aren't the times. You don't have three, four-year guys. And, John, we talked about it, John. We said when you come into a season with this many new guys, you may figure it out on the fly, but that's a hard thing to do from year to year. And especially, guys, when you're not front-running, Right when you're when you're and the adversity hits and some guys go down, you know that pull together that you see typically from teams that have been together, you don't have that. Mm-hmm. And so now the charge is find your way out because I'm gonna tell you this, John. What I'm not changing this year, even with Caleb Mills down, and it, and, and clearly it's been a blow. But this team was built to get to the second weekend at least. And so while it looks it it, it is right right now, you can talk about man, is this team even gonna make the tournament? Right, making the tournament, there is no changing of the goalposts on this team. That, that's why the urgency level needs to be so high. You've given up everything back. You've given everything back, John, that you gained with the eleven and two through knockout. You're back to eight nine if you're lucky. You know, if you're lucky at as this of point, today, yeah. as of today at least, you, you have you, you have squandered that. And so, what doesn't change is all of a sudden, well, making the tournament this year is okay because man, it looked like, it looked like hell losing them three straight games. This team was at the this was a number ten team in the country. Yeah. So it's still about making the second weekend with what you've got. That's, and if you don't, it's a failure. That is, that, That's that is on exactly. Penny. It's on this team. They've got more NIL invested as much as ever. 
Yeah. That part of it, you think folks are going to keep wanting to spin NIL if you get results like you don't make the tur- you don't make a second weekend. That's what this was about, and you don't change that. That's why he's got it. You got to get this figured out. The problem is, man, you got that, you got damn rice coming up on Wednesday. Yeah, you know you got Wichita State on Saturday. You had the week last week. Yep, and so that's where you you got to figure it out. You got to you, you know, and it, it's there to be done. But man, have you given it all back, John? That's what's the damn shame. Yeah, no, you're you you're, did so much work. You're, you're you looked so good. Yeah, I mean eleven and two. And and these are you know look again start the conference even I know it got ugly but you were four zero you gave, you've given it all back South Florida sent shame. you into a tailspin you know I mean it just did it did and you're right about all of it right now there's no leadership and all all those things but bro you got to pull this out of the fire just well, like sort of you know well, we does it you know who does it and if, the fact that we like I mean, it, 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 does it is it, is, it, is I it mean again, we, we were. Well, it has to be Penny right now. Literally, it has to be Penny going in there and saying, we're scrapping everything we've done. on. You have to adjust in a way that you haven't before. Falling back on what you've done is not working here. That yeah. was the result we got yesterday. They're not bought in. They gave up 97. The team averages 76. Well, the question is going to be all about defense. How how far? And, and look, they're, like that's the, the good news. I mean, they're about to play some awful teams, and they're going to play them at home. So... You know, you're going to have to sort of see through that in a way. It's like, is it? Is it? I mean, maybe it's opportune again that you get a rice and you can work on some new stuff, John, like a zone. You know, with some of these bigs that you've got, you've mm-hmm. got to reassess personnel and what you can do because clearly, uh, again, with the guys that you have, what you're trying to do with the pressing and the switching is not working. In fr- in fact, it's back. It's it's blowing up on you mm-hmm. to a point where you're you're giving up points to teams that. Coming here, it's it's like an all star game for them. Mm-hmm. They did that with eight dudes, bro, eight guys, mm-hmm. averaging seventy six a season. Dude, I know, I know they were playing better, and you're right. You you had called it on that, and that this would be trouble. But that team lost a Southern Miss in there, bro. When I hear this stuff, I mean, you got you got way too much talent for this. Well, again, I think that's just like that's why the it, the South Florida loss was really devastating because, like, I honestly it sent you into a spiral. I could have even forgiven the Tulane and UAB losses. Like UAB sold out for this game. Like I'm not not literally, but I like Andy Kennedy was promoting this game before they even played Charlotte last week, right? Like they were they were setting up. This was their most important game of the season. That that's. I can forgive games like that. I understand that. Um, South Florida at home, though, you can't you can't blow twenty point leads in the second half. I mean, and so when you do that, it just makes me feel like no matter who you're playing, you can lose. You can lose at East Carolina. You know, you can lose to uh, Charlotte at home. Well, it seems like all another team needs is one active big, one athletic active big to just give Memphis all kind. Of, remember the prior dude from USF? Yep, JB Davis last and, and, night, and, and and yesterday it's the uh, Luxembourg exactly going crazy, and, and it's just it, it seems like it only takes one of them and a, and yep. a bunch of dogs, you know, a few dogs with that game. But that it's the perfect you know, one recipe. guy is tearing them up. It's the perfect recipe. And again, when you're getting second and third chance points, a bunch yeah. of them threes for UAB. Yeah, you know, it makes your offense look better, and um, frankly, it 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 kills your defense. It kills the chance. You know, the the that that was one of the issues for for Memphis yesterday was the second chance points they gave. To up. me, the question, Jason, is all the points off turnovers. Here's Twenty six off turnovers and. Uh, 23 second chance points for UAB. I mean, that's unacceptable. Here's where it gets interesting. If Memphis does exactly what the analytics say they're going to do, and and Ken Palm and Torrick basically agree on this, if they if they do exactly what they think Memphis is going to do, are they a tournament team? 
Like that, that to me is where it gets really interesting. Like if they lose to North Texas, if they lose to SMU on the road, you know, I think it's a one point game either way. Is that is that the swing game? Is that going to decide whether Memphis is an at large team? That game at home against Florida Atlantic, it sort of feels like it will because Florida Atlantic still is winning. I mean, it took everything yesterday for them to hold on. If they hit a three at the buzzer, basically against North Texas at home, um, you know, can they? Are they going to be a <laughs> ranked team by the time they come in here? I don't know. It really doesn't matter though because their metrics are still good because the schedule they played. Mm-hmm. But it's starting to feel like to me, Jason, that February twenty fifth in Memphis is going to decide is going to be the decider whether or not Memphis makes it as an at large or if they have to win the whole thing. You know, in the AAC. again, I don't, I don't know what that, that would assume. That Memphis puts itself in a position where that game matters that much. That's yeah, assuming let's just, let's just say Memphis they do. doesn't continue to spiral. But I don't trust anything I I'm agree. seeing right now, particularly on the defensive end. I'm with you 100. I'm I, like I, I could see him losing to Charlotte on the on the 21st at home. Like I, you know, it's just I, I would have told you again after the having them the week in there that this felt just like the last two years. That felt like the perfect spot to hit the reset button. Surely you will get the, be- the uh, a better effort. And I think that was the part that I'm most discouraged about. Listen, we'd said Penny has developed an identity for Memphis. It had been defense, and one of the things we'd said we loved about him as a coach, one of the things we used to show you know, folks, hey, man, this, this is, is you get elite talent to buy in defensively. This team ain't bought in whatsoever. And again, when you lose a guy like Caleb, sure, a, a sacrifice guy who would do that and you could point to. I mean, when's the last time, you know, Caleb, it doesn't feel like they've taken a charge in forever. That's yeah. the point. When you lose that, it's tough. But there's still, John, there's too much talent in there to not get this fixed, to not try something else. And so ultimately, you've lost your identity. You've lost your identity defensively. That's why it feels, man, right now I, can't, I don't feel like I can look past Rice. I, I know that sounds terrible, but with the way this team's playing defense, Rice liable to score 80, 85 points. They've let go of the rope. It's crazy Yep, what they've squandered in just three games here. But you got to go back and pull it out of the fire. Because I would tell you this, this ain't this ain't us, me and you saying this needed to be a second weekend team and beyond. Hell, we were talking about could they go further than that? Yeah. It's Penny Hardaway that set these expectations, y'all. Yep. It's Penny. Yep. And so you 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 don't move the goalposts because you've hit some adversity here. That's it and, and that's this is why it's a concern. Well, Penny can say one thing and you finish a little short of it. Listen, Penny is telling those NIL folks, right, that he said this offseason. I need more. I need more. To get my guys in here, I can't get the guys I want because we don't have NIL. John's made this point. It's some, if you don't get the results, it's even more important now than ever, John. People will go sour. They will go sour on writing that check the next year. Yep. It's not just losing support in terms of butts and seats, but it's also the money you need, the investment you need now to put together a squad. And so, again, you, you squander this opportunity. You lose some of that. And it don't you you know we know where it, it's hard to get it back. Yeah, it is. Put it that way. Yeah, so, it is. So it's you've, I mean, it's it's got to be better. It's got to be better immediately. And I would tell you, man, junk what you're doing defensively. There is no getting back to it with this this roster. There's you got to try something else. Yeah, my, I you, mean, you're getting shaved. I mean, folks are just getting whatever they want on you. My head is spinning with how quickly this all went to hell. Dude, we were just talking about first time since 0809. You've been this relevant this late in the season. It was two weeks ago. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, you go from being a top ten team to now you're on the bubble in two weeks. That's what I'm saying. That's still in there. But that's because it's that's because it's conference. It's because it's conference. I mean, again, 
you can lose games like the ones, like the exact iteration of games that Memphis lost, okay, in the Big 12, in the ACC, in the Big East, and people won't even, like, they'll say, oh, what's wrong with, you know, are they okay up there? That's the way, you know, it's not like a cataclysmic existential crisis. With Memphis, it's like this team is garbage. They don't belong in the tournament when you lose games like this. And unfortunately, and I'm not even trying to, like, get on a soapbox, but, like, UAB has a pro. Eric Gaines, that kid is a pro. I'm telling you, he is. Because I was sitting with somebody last night who who said that, who would know. You know, like, they have good players. But it doesn't matter. It's not going to matter because their metrics are bad. You know, they take they can't get good games on the schedule, so they end up playing bad teams. Maybe they dress. It's all self-fulfilling prophecy. Was it, was it Gaines? I never went back and looked because I was, I was embarrassed at that point. I won't lie to you. I'm mm-hmm. sure many were feeling. Was it Gaines that tried to, like, throw the double alley I don't know if that. Did you see that at the end of the one, game yeah. where they tried to alley oop us yeah. and they then they, it hit the guy yes. and then that guy was and he tried to double it. It would have made it would have it would have been a, a viral no, forever. I, I, by that had, by that time, what, Jason, I'm with you. I was just completely mostly checked out uh, of the of the. But they tried to do they they were globe trodden right, on yes. you by the end of yes. that game. They took the lead, John, with I think 19-19 in the second half and didn't give it back. They it, they controlled the game. They did. It was how you lost it. I get what you're saying. You look yeah. at the road and you say. Tulane, UAB, no, I, the way exactly it's set right. up, it's, t- it's how you lost the game. That was not the a, fact like, that he got that kind of effort exactly. from those dudes after he had him in there for I, I, a week I agree. and said he was tightening up the reins. That's scary. It's it that, is that's scary in terms of what could be coming forward because again you right. read too what Malcolm's saying. You got a bunch of individuals in there right now. Exactly. So right. how do you pull it together? I mean, who like again? This is this is this is Penny's charge right now. This is I think again, and it's not just exclusive to Memphis. Although Memphis did. I think um, take more than than most teams. It's a transitive locker room, right? You have new dudes, bro. They don't. Right. They so, don't. They, so they don't the have, old the old speeches don't work exactly. with new dudes. They don't have because they didn't build the, this. The Memphis basketball don't work for new dudes. Exactly. Let's be real; they're here for a check. That's exactly bro, right. It's a different time, is all I'm saying. And, and that's what makes like. That that I think is like the new, you know, that is the new sort of line now with college basketball success. Is like everybody's going to do that, right? Like I'm not I'm not trying to alienate or isolate Penny. Like oh, you went in the transfer. No, no we celebrated that he's that. the transfer portal king. Yes. and we said that's a good thing to yes, be. It is. We also said be a lot easier if you got a balance in multiple year guys. Absolutely in right. In terms of keeping absolutely what's right. your identity and those things, so you're not teaching every year. The best, okay. The yeah. now how you evaluate performances of these college basketball coaches is. Can you instill your culture, right, despite having one-year guys, having two-year guys? Penny had done that for the most part. For you the get, first get, 15 you games of the season. Especially, well, I mean, defensively, his first five seasons. Oh, yeah, yeah, T- yeah. Take yeah. away year one. Yeah. But even with well, last year, they're still a top 40 he was with great. a bunch of one-year dudes. Yep. And so that, that had been one of his strengths to this point. It, it's backfired all the way this year. A lot of it, you lose a guy, adversity hits. You find out who guys really are, right? Uh, what kind of effort they're really going to give when when you're looking around. You just think you're going to get a stop because you're scoring thirty points. Exactly. You just think you're going to right. And and some of that's uh, talking about David, but but you're getting some of that same nonchalant attitude from Javon Quinterly too on some at times. And again, you can pick out each one of them and point to certain situations. Malco only having zero defensive rebounds in twenty nine minutes. You're getting yep. killed on the boards, but there's. It's still there. Yep. That's why I, this is on Penny to exactly pull it right. back out. These dudes ain't exactly. going to change. Right. Their motivations don't change tomorrow or, or in the next couple of days ahead of Rice. You have to pull back out what you had going 
you know, through that 11 and 2, what you had going a couple of weeks ago when you're number 10 in the country. Well, it's still there. Cause like, like again, that, but that's why this is on Penny. Like, let's look at the, let's just look at, okay, we're talking about the most successful. Memphis was in this two weeks ago. UConn, man, Athletic had you as a two seed, bro. You were two seeded at the Athletic. UConn has guys. What are we talking about? That did they, they took Cam Spencer from Rutgers, but Klingon is back. Newton is back. Caravan is back, right? Purdue, Edie is back. Yeah. La, uh, Foster Lawyer is back. UNC, um, R.J. Davis is back. Armando Baycott is back. Right. Houston, all those dudes are back. Tennessee, Zakai Ziegler is back. Vescovy is back. They all have, uh, I'm not saying you don't go in, but they all have a foundation of vets that they have they have managed to keep, yeah, right? I, that they have managed to say, okay, you're coming back, you're going to... Memphis doesn't have that. Yeah, ideally, you know, DeAndre would have helped with that. Exactly right, but, you know? I mean, yeah. Memphis does not have that. And I was, that, that was a long shot. And too. I will say this. Like, last year, last year, you could tell that there was something about that Memphis team that this one doesn't have, which was Kendrick Davis's passion for Memphis and Penny was evident. Like, and he, and he said it, and he wore it, and you could tell the way he played. He wanted to win. He wanted to go to the NCAA tournament. He cared about that. Well, and you combine that with how much De- a guy like DeAndre Williams That's true cared too. and That's what true. he had been through. But, like, who on I'm, this I'm team cares? About... Who on this team actually well, cares? Malco, after Malco you know, a couple cares. of games ago having an incident, he's, he's come cares. back and he looks like you get eight blocks. Again, 100%. I, not to say he's been perfect. Because, no, he hasn't been okay, perfect. They've all got to be but better. But he's got, at least he cares. Oh, least... I mean, the last two games, he's shown that. He, I mean, you know, I he's think shown Caleb that the way Mills he's cared, but he's gone. Malco had like a career high in points yesterday, too. Yeah, 19 after having the career. I mean, he's been he he's been he, amazing. I mean, he did. The amazing. last two games, he's been fantastic. The problem with this Memphis basketball team is I don't think I can pick five guys that actually care. I know what David Jones cares about. <laughs> David Jones cares about David Jones. Does Javon Quinley care? Does, Na- does Naquan Tomlin care? Yeah. I mean, Jordan Brown's in the game. He, I mean, he, he's back for his NIL. Like, the problem is I don't know that I have five to six guys that actually care about winning games. That's how it looks. That's how it looks to me, watching how they're losing these games, what they're doing well, on the again, defensive you, end. You, you, can't go, you can't go switch them out, though, bro. I know, but I'm just you saying. You can't like, go trade them in at this point. No, I where agree. You are. But, but I mean, I and think again, that's. Two weeks ago, as you, just, as you started this off with, this with these guys looked a lot better. And it was happening against some pretty, some decent teams. It was decent to good. Some of these teams that you've uh, yes. beaten are gonna are gonna still gonna make the tournament. But even and Penny was uh, you know referencing, alluding to problems. You know, even in the even in the wins. You know that they were that there was negative vibe. Yeah. yeah, So it's like I mean, but, but again, that's that part's not changing. Find a way to win again with it happening because it ain't changing. No, you're right. Bro. Penny picked that, the players. That's the point I'm talking about. You can't, you can't all of a sudden infuse these guys with blue tiger blood like they've well, been here three, what, four years, and they're going to care that's more. What, we that do we have that available? Happen. I don't think so. Okay. Well, we need somebody to take some. We need somebody you keep to, talking about caring more. Well, I, it is what it is. Well, I know. So but find that's a way to problem. not give up 97 on defense. Well, can you do I mean, that? Again, you know, find a way for David Jones not to have nine, ten turnovers. It's unbelievable. That means a walking turnover for all, for all the you know for all the great. Things he does from a scoring standpoint, you give it all back with some of the things he does in terms of from a turnover standpoint, defensively, the lapses, everything. I could go down the list. Again, mm-hmm. I don't want to single anybody out. They yeah. need more from everyone. It's there to get. It'd be a damn shame. Mm. This thing melts down. and, and That's a difficult conversation that I, I really don't want to have to have. I know, and that's, that's why the urgency needs to be high, and that's why you need to junk the defense and do something completely different. 
Like that's you, you have to now. You have to adjust. You got to do something. You can't keep running it out there and hoping to play with the same identity that you've had because this person now will not allow you to do that. 100%. It's on you as a coach to adjust at this point. 100%. Yep. He that, knows, I mean, he knows that the, the issue is going to be what you get, though. Yep. What kind of what kind of performance? Because I'd tell you that 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 kind of effort. I might, I might I might have said, yeah, this it's going to be tight, man. The UAB tough place. You're right. Andy Kennedy's had focus on this one. He's going to have those guys up. Mm-hmm. I'd never tell you UAB will lose their. I'd next never game, tell you they control the games. Uh, the, control that game uh, from the you know early in the second half yeah. on. Yeah. Never sitting would have been able to tell you that at one point it looked like they're going to run off on Memphis. It's like what are we watching? Man? Yeah. They've lost uh, identity, John. Got to get it back. Go get you some. Go find the blue blood. They need to go get the born identity, bro. They need to go find that thing. They might have some at the Tiger Bookstore. Some of that blue blood. Yeah, somebody needs to uh, like inject it, like the Ozempic, man. Right in the leg. Boom. I need somebody I'll like put it in the stomach. Because Kendrick cared, bro. That's why I love that dude. He was back in. He was back. I wish he would have spoke to the team. He was back in South Haven for the Memphis Hustle over the weekend, and it reminded me like it was nice, even in the NIL era, right? Even though he was here for a check, it never felt like that was the only reason why he was here. It felt like he actually wanted to represent the university, get to the NCAA term. Dude cared. What, does the goon squad care? Who is that? That's who Malco said this team needs, fool. There is, that, that, there is no goon squad on this team. I don't make those decisions, but if I did, I'm riding with the guts of the team, what Penny likes to call the goon squad. Who's the goon squad on this team? Who's you the- guess who the goon squad is. I think Malco obviously refers, he, I'm sure he thinks of himself as one of those. Well, UAB said, what's a goon to but, a goblin? To your point, Dandridge said that right now, there is no goon squad. But that should be the word for the year for the rest of the year, man. Goon squad, fighters, dogs, nothing else. I mean... Again, you Penny calls it the goon squad, but apparently there is no goon you squad. You cannot right tell now. me that you gave up 97 points. Here, here's, the, here's my and issue. And you care. Let's just be real, man. You cannot tell me that. The X's and O's of this. You, you can't just bench David Jones. I know and that. And bring on Carl. These folks that are saying, like, discipline, just bench him. Yeah. If you just bench him and bring on Sharon Font, what you going to get? Well, you're not going to get the, the, the nine rebounds that David Jones. Yeah. Well, you won't have the you, scoring. You, the, 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 both of them, that's obvious. That goes without saying. Obviously, the points, too. But David Jones is also like your leading rebounder. And so it's not as simple as just benching guys. But there has to be more accountability, more discipline. I don't know how you get it out of them. Um, again, my, 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 my fix right now is, isn't so much a speech as it is. What you've been defensively, you cannot be. And so we must see something else. Penny lost tw- uh, four in a row that 2021-22 season, obviously the, the Imani Bates year, and they still made the tournament. And they made the tournament as a what? Was it a nine? They were a nine seed, Jason? Maybe they were an eight. I can't. We always get that confused. But understand what it took to get to the NCAA tournament. They beat Houston twice. Yeah, nine. They nine were, and eight. They were top. They were they beat a top five team twice. All right, that's what it took. If you beat Florida Atlantic twice and you beat North Texas at North Texas, you'll be right on, on the right side of things again. That's what you have to do. And like at this point, it's just very difficult. It's hard to trust a team that seemingly doesn't trust itself. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't, do they trust each other? So how can you expect us? How can you expect the fans? How can you expect anybody to trust them? And I will say this: that that mic'd up thing was an absolute disaster. Well, I'm not. I'm not we understand. ESPN did it with both coaches. They did, and half and half. And then it's going up against, you know, like I told you, it's going up against football. It's going up against the NFL. They're trying something. You know, they're trying to get you to watch. Yep. And they had they had 
So they had previewed that earlier in the day. Hey, we're going to have them mic'd up, so make sure you tune in. And so they're trying something new. And, again, half the time the coaches couldn't hear the question because of that crowd in the lower bowl and how loud it got. But both that was Andy and Penny. But there, you did see a difference, though. All that said, set that to the side. You know, it, it was sort of gimmicky. It was kind of uncomfortable. You did see a difference in terms of communication with your team. What I saw was, was Penny a lot of the time d- d- trusting his guys to do what he's asked as opposed to Andy, who was literally felt like he was coaching possession by possession. Now, I'm not telling you one's right and one's wrong, but you saw the difference, and it feels like right now, because coming off what Penny said about the week, I'm going to tighten the reins, yep. that you would have seen more of the coaching possession, right? It, that, uh, you just saw a difference in their approaches, and right now, you know, you know, trusting these guys to all of a sudden get it together, it's not working for you. I mean, Penny would t- told you that after the game. Can't recognize my guys right now. Going there, it's just blank like, stairs. Nobody's stepping up. Mm-hmm. So maybe you got to coach these guys harder. You know, right now, and you know whether that's on the court or or in practices or what else. But he said that. But again, you saw the difference in the styles. Yeah. No, it was a. Yeah, uh, I, I, it was uncomfortable. It you, was. You, you ask your coaches a lot when they're trying, especially a possession by possession guy like Andy Kennedy. I wrote. I meant to talk. I'm glad you brought it up. Thank you. Because asking questions from Jimmy Dykes while he's trying to tell uh, his guys absurd. to that go into absurd. the one two two and he's screaming individually at guys is tough. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Man. And it's like, well, you know, and then he's like, "Well, your defense hadn't gotten any stops the last three. What, what are you going? You're going to change it?" And it's, oof, he I, shouldn't agreed to that. Well, yeah. they both did clearly, yeah. and and I'm sure ESPN came to him and said, "Guys, we got it. We're going to have you on ESPN. We got it. We're going to soup this up you because we're it. going against NFL." And they probably both said, "Sure." Penny but, Hardaway mic'd but, up. But it, are you kidding? It puts you in an impossible position really to do, to do both. you're trying to concentrate on <laughs> yeah. a competitive game. You're not trying to talk to freaking Tom Harton. And I, and I appreciate everybody involved. But like, you agree. That, that's a no win situation yeah, yeah, for we the need, coach. Yeah, exactly. We needed to be locked in. Nope. It it it's it hurt. It doesn't. I understand the idea. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. You know, you're you're you you do not have time to sit there and answer damn questions. You know, I mean, it's it was interesting. It was a little fascinating, right? Like, I mean, Andy Kennedy was a lot more animated, right, than Penny was. Um, so I guess like in in that sense, but all he was doing was like like muttering on his breath. Good, that's a good shot. That's a good, like it's not really that earth shattering. You know what a coach says uh, on in a basketball game. So I just I thought you know, and Penny's just not that guy. So people come away from the people come away from seeing that. Like is this guy Helen Keller on the sidelines? Like he's he's the deaf mutant. Can't you know? Like it, it's a tough look, but it's not it's not a bad thing. It's just that that's how Penny coaches. You know he doesn't he doesn't sit there and go nuts like Sean Miller and sweat through his shirt and stuff like that. You know he's a laid back guy. And unfortunately, the laid back guy is like the least interesting when you get the mic'd up. You know, um, we ha- we actually have some audio of Penny uh, mic'd up here. Let's go with it. Man, stop! <laughs> and that was it. That was the. He uh, should not have done that. that he was should the, not have the, done that. Period. No, he does. He just. He's just. You know, it's not a. It's not a mechanism for his brand. You don't want to be. Uh, you know. Uh, how do I like? Uh, he would have changed. His, it had been changed his style. I mean, they that, should have put Little Penny in there. You don't want to be guys, adversarial, right? You want, oh no, I'm not doing that. You don't want to. Without the. Oh, in terms of turning it down. Yeah, you don't want to just say no. You know, you just you agree to I it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think you want to get on there and all of a sudden you become more vocal or some coach that you're not. Exactly right. That's my point. It's not. It's kind of a lose lose. Exactly. Either way you do it. It's not a good. It's just not. It's not the right setting for Penny. Like Penny's more interesting when he's like when you actually sit down and have a discussion with him about basketball and like he it's not stop asking me stupid yeah it's not questions. watching him coach you know like 
Like, what about Ed Cooley? Like, Ed Cooley's so fascinating. Like, there's like, you know, Andy Kennedy is, you know, it was like the worst sort of side by side, too. AK right? also a broadcaster, too. Right. AK is like a madman, you know? Like, yeah. he's like the Dan Hurley. I, w- I would like to see it on Hurley or Bruce right. Pearl, though. Yes. Those if guys they would are. Agree to it. I mean, no. Penny's like going to sip. Like, Penny's like just going to. He's not as vocal. He's, he's just not. not. He doesn't yeah. coach possession by possession like that. Yeah. And it, unfortunately, it opened, up, it, it opened up Penny, and he lost the game. So it's like people associate one thing with the other. To, oh, he's not. It was two different styles. He's and that's not always vocal, been so they style. lost the game. It's not like he's doing sign language in the huddles. It's just he's not a you know he's not a very talkative guy on the sideline. That's okay. That doesn't make you a bad coach. It just makes you a different communicator. You know. Now some people wish he was. Some people wish he would get in their ass. You know, like like a Dan Hurley. I still think he's good enough to figure this out. You talk about he, some people think he's not a good coach based on that. He was looking good as a coach when they were eleven two coming through conference and number ten in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, that's why I, I, I would put it right in front of him. Yeah, this isn't y'all. You pick it, we can pick out our players or whatever else or yeah. why they're not. This these are your guys. We understand the urgency of the situation with everything that's invested. Yeah, particularly from an NIL standpoint in this team mm-hmm. and it needing to get to a second win. It's a, it's the second weekend. It's much about you know continuing to build the support for this program and everything else as it is just this season, John. I mean, it's about going forward and next season and everything else. You don't do that by it all becoming unraveled. I think Penny's a good coach, a good enough coach to adjust here. He's been, I've called him the king of adjustments. You know, we, we've, we've said that. Just, mm-hmm. He needs to pull one out the hat. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll come back. Lots more to come here on the show. Uh, we will get into the Super Bowl, which is now set, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, are you trying to film ESPN? Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Yep, two weeks. Super Bowl Sunday, you got the scoring, the best seat on the couch. You got grabbing your favorite snacks. And, of course, with FanDuel, you can play some great bets. And they've got so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who's going to win Super Bowl 58 uh, between the Chiefs and the Niners. I need to get used to saying it, but FanDuel's also got bets for which player is going to score a touchdown. Kelsey, my gosh, in these playoffs, how many points are going to be scored? And all your other favorite prop bets. New customers join today. You'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Smith to sign up ahead uh, of the big game. That's FanDuel.com slash J-S-M-I-T-H. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL, the 929FM ESPN. You must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets. That expires seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee. Red line 1-800-889. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we're going to do this. We're going to take your calls. Uh, Fix it, Jesus. 445-0929. Fix it. Do you think that this is fixable for the Tigers? That's a good question. Do you trust them to make the NCAA tournament? That's How are you feeling? Second question. There's three questions. I mean, I know we. I don't want to give y'all too much work, but I think y'all can handle that set. I think they know today. It's going. It's get it, get it off your chest, day. Yeah. Four four five zero nine two nine is the number. Fix Taking it. your calls for uh, the next little bit here on the show. Um, just from the predictive standpoint, the analytical standpoint of this, you know, Memphis is again. If if they do exactly what the analytics say they're going to do, they're going to end up with a record, wind up with a record in the area of 22-9, and 23-8. So if they do that exactly, I think they're in. If it, if it happens against the exact teams that they have, you know, that Torvik and Kempom have it happening against, I would say they're, they're, they are going to make it. It's going to be a sweat, though. It's going to be a selection Sunday where you're sweating it out. You're going to be rooting for bubble teams to lose or, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. it's going to be one of those kind of things. I'm not. It's not going to be comfortable. It's just going to be, uh, so, you know. Supposed to be graduated from this. I thought, look, I, I thought there was, like, no so, way. Like, in December, you know, when they're beating Clemson and they're beating Virginia. Back to back. Unfortunately. Tech, back, Texas A&M before that. Don't blame to, us. Don't blame us. Those teams all suck. I mean, <laughs> there's no way of knowing that at the time. They were all ranked. They all came in with plaudits, and they all just mm, went to— Clemson got screwed against Duke. They did. They, Clemson doesn't suck, but, but the other teams do. Yes. Arkansas sucks. Michigan sucks. Virginia sucks. Uh, 4450929 is the number you want to call in and, and share your thoughts with Jason. Fix we it. go to uh, Derek. Derek, you're on. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I think the one way to solve this problem is— uh, uh, university put Penny on a mandatory vacation for the rest of the year and let, let Coach Stans there, Coach Stans. Thank you. <laughs> mandatory vacation, man. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, Derek, thanks for the call, man. Uh, yeah, as soon as they – we can just get them off as soon as they say their comment, BC. Uh, but, yeah, um, I don't think that's happening. We go to Latrell. Latrell, you're on. Hey, man, uh, I was uh, uh, glad you guys uh, – uh, was able to take my call because I've been trying to call all morning. But uh, I think uh, Penny needs to be a little more fiery, be more hard on his players. Just be, just uh, don't give him no slack. That's all. You just need to put some fire on him, and uh, I think they'll be okay. Latrell, thanks for the call. Four four five. This past weekend, oh nine two nine is the phone number. We're taking your calls on the Tigers. Uh, how are you feeling? Do you trust to make the tournament? We go to Philip. Philip, you're on. Yes, yes, man. I appreciate y'all taking my call, man. Yeah, I really do feel like they're going to make it to the tournament. And I think they're going to do good at the tournament. Penny just needs to just focus in on his zone and, man, keep shooting that ball where they'll be all right, man. They're just a bunch of new players that just got together, man. It's going to take a little time. Philip, thanks for the call. I mean, I got to tell you, Philip is an optimistic lot there. 
Uh, I mean, if they get to the tournament, I think, you know. They are the type of team that can yeah. make, a, make a run. Again, we wanted the easier path it, this he, year. Phillip sort of sounds like, it, you know, it sounds like it's more of a foregone conclusion to Phillip that they're getting in uh, well, than I think it actually it's called, is. But it's called faith, John. Some yeah. folks just, uh, they're blind faith. Walk by faith, not by, by sight. sight. Footprint in the sand. We go to Zach. Zach, you're on. What's up? Yeah, Yo. Before, uh, before the South Florida game, it's crazy because I would have called in, you know, screaming and singing and, you know, just in some insane excitement. And then this three skid happens and it's like, you know, what, uh, you know, what's going on? Okay. And I've watched every single game except the Villanova game. And it was about three minutes into this last game. And I was like, you know what? I don't even want to waste my time, you know, because just what I was watching, I knew it wasn't going to be good, and it wasn't. Um, but having said all that, I would like to trust Penny, trust these players, you know, because they are veterans. They just need a uh, fire lit under them, and we'll see what happens. Zach, thanks for the call. Who's going to be, like, you know, who is going to be the igniter? Is the like that? That's what I wonder. It's like, you know, I mean, because, like, you know, it's not, like, Malcolm is like, he is a starter now, so I guess that, you know, it could be him. But well, the, the, he sounds like he don't know what the hell the problem is either. It needs to be an igniter on the defensive end. Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.